Welcome to Only Trying to Help, the podcast where we try to help you be helpful to other people. My name is Kate Watson. I'm here with my pal, Leslie. Leslie, how are you doing? Um, well, Kate, I'm glad to be here with you. Um, <laughs> glad, glad for this time that we get to spend together um, talking about some topics that are always really strikingly relevant for my life. Otherwise, everything is a dumpster fire. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm happy to be here with you too. I'm not happy to hear that things are a dumpster fire, but you know, before we get into that, I think it's worth acknowledging that you and I have been doing this now for six seasons. Can you believe it? That is, it's, it's amazing. Thank you for, thank you for involving me in this. I, I wouldn't have chosen anyone else. And I sometimes lose track of like how long ago it was that I approached you about this, but we're talking years now. Years yeah. ago, I came and, and I met with you in your office and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, ha- I'm having this idea. Tell me if I'm crazy, but I want you to do this with me. And you were such an easy sell. <laughs> well, you know, it, it was funny because you said you wouldn't do it with anybody else, but I don't know that I would have done this with anyone else either. Um, because I, you know, like you, you were coming to me at a moment where I was, um, getting a huge promotion. I had an infant and I was in grad school and, um, honestly did not, I just could, I did not, as if you listen to the the first couple of seasons of this, you know, I was like full up, right. Like didn't know where I was going to fit this in, but I knew Kate that you would make sure that, um, that it was a worthwhile investment of my time. Um, but no, it was, you know, it was something that it, it, um, filled my cup in addition to doing some great things, you know, for the podcast. So um, thank you for, for having me and lots of things have changed since that time. Um, And I think it's just, it's a wonderful thing that, that we get to do this. Well, it took a lot of trust. Like you said, you were going through a lot on your plate and in order to put something else on your plate, you needed to trust that like this particular thing was in good hands and would be treated well. And so I thank you for that. And, you know, <laughs> I, I, it's only hitting me now. Like I know I told you before we started recording today that maybe we would be talking about asking for help. And it's only occurring to me now that years ago when I approached you, I was asking for your help. Um, and I was asking someone who already had a pretty full plate to, to pitch in and help me with something. And so you know, I think this is a worthwhile topic because the podcast attracts people who are often trying to help others. And I find that they're often the same people who really struggle with receiving help. Mm. Um, and, and I, and I don't know where to begin with that. I mean, you know, what are some of your thoughts? I know that you you mentioned your life is kind of feeling like a dumpster fire (laughs) right now. You know, have there been moments even lately where maybe you've been needing help, but not asking for it, asking for help, but not quite getting it? Like, talk to me about that a little bit. So I'm definitely in the category of people who don't feel comfortable asking for help. Um, Even though I can sit here with, you know, my, my prescription notepad and say, 
you, you need to ask for help. And I, you know, a lot of times when people are becoming new parents, I'm like, you just have to ask for help. Like I was able to do that, <laughs> but I really, you know, um, it's not, it's not my, in my nature. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. Um, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm sure I've said this in the podcast before, but I read somewhere once that there are like two types of people with, with asking for things or people that will never ask you for anything. Um, because they just don't, they don't want to do that. And then the people that will ask you for whatever they want and uh, expect you to, to decline if it doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. And if you ever have dissonance with somebody and you can't figure out like why you just can't see like eye to eye to that with them, it could be because they're in the other category of people. Like I have mm-hmm. a, um, a, a great um, little neighborhood here. And one of my neighbors is really into um, like, she, she will just ask. And I, and there's part of me that I'm like, damn, I wish, I wish I could just do that. And there's another part of me where I'm like, damn, did she really just ask somebody to drive her like an hour away to pick up some vegetables or something? Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you did mention this before and listen, this, this ended up in the book. I don't know if you realize, but I need to you... go back and reread it. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. I don't it's, know. It's, it's right there. <laughs> oh, I do. I do see it in the background. Um, you mentioned before the difference between askers and guessers, and it came up on the podcast before, and I found it so fascinating that I wrote about it in the book. And so there are many ways people can access this now, but it's a it's a helpful reminder that some of us were raised to just ask for what we need, and they have almost no fear that someone might reject them or decline them. In fact, they're trusting that you will reject or decline if you don't want to provide help. And there, there's this other group of us called guessers who kind of expect everyone to guess that I need help. And I'm in that group. It sounds like you are too. Um, and this gets me into some trouble where I expect <laughs> people to read my mind. I expect them to see me struggling and say, here, let me get that for you. And this gets me into trouble because I get upset when people do not read my mind and guess that I need help, they are expecting me to ask for it. And I wasn't really raised to just come out and say, I need this right now. It's, and, and, and even when someone does offer help, I find that I'm really reluctant to take it because I feel awkward and I feel guilty. And it's a little bit like, you know, maybe um, maybe it's a little fear of, of the reciprocation, right? So like they're doing something for me and now I will need to do something back for them. And what if I forget? And they never tell me that I owe them a beer for, from three years ago. And, <laughs> <laughs> and if I owe you a beer, please just remind me. Um, but, you know, so, so I have those kind of fears, um, you know, about that. But recently I, um, I, and I do this every time, Kate, I'm sorry. I'm always, I'm always like saying something that's timely. Um, but I have a, I have a three-year-old toddler who's going through some, some three-nager growing pains. And um, I myself am expecting a second child um, in a matter of months. And, um, and recently um, my husband had to go on a business trip for the first time since COVID. And I had no choice. I had no choice but to ask for help mm-hmm. um, and, and, and accept help. Uh. <laughs> gasp. I know, <sighs> gasp. How dare. Um, 
so so yeah so that that's it was it was, it was really hard it's, it's hard for me to to be like yeah sure you know I had a neighbor say just drop your kid off for a couple hours and I was like he's kind of a handful right now and like you know but I could really use this time I have so many other things going on and and I felt bad because it, I, you know she's she has her own stuff going on but ultimately I had to say yes and I had to I had to ask for help in things like saying, I'm so sorry, Kate, I can't record the podcast because I'm losing my ever-loving mind <laughs> and we have to reschedule it. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, um, it's, a, it's a relevant topic. Yeah. Well, and you're describing asking for help in, in what was almost a moment of desperation. You said, Kate, I had to, I had to, I had no choice. And I wonder what would happen if we, not just you, both of us, <laughs> if we started to learn to ask for and receive help before it's a moment of desperation, before it's, you know, crisis time, because I really believe that, that asking for help well is a skill that requires us to be at our best to actually ask for help in a in a in a in a useful and effective way. And if you wait until you're having the worst day to then try and ask for help, you might not ask for it in a really effective way. It might just come out as like, "Oh my god, I'm freaking out." Mm-hmm. Or my my favorite is, "It's fine. I'll just do the dishes and take out the trash." <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there are a couple of things that get in the way. One is people fail to be direct. And I know I'm guilty of this. I'm a guesser. I expect other people to be guessers. I think they're going to read my mind. So rather than coming out and just being direct with, I need help right now, I might at most drop some hints, little wink, wink or something like that. I'm subtle about it. At most, I might not even do that. But then what happens is people like me, and I think you might be in this camp too, we get resentful when people didn't realize we were dropping the hint or, Mm -hmm. you know, given the little subtle hint. So one of the things that we need to do is just start learning to be a lot clearer with people. I mean, and I think that there's been times where I've, I've been on that receiving and I'm like, well, why didn't you just ask me? Like, yeah. (laughs) So like, yeah, I think it would behoove us all to just be like, okay, here are some things I need help with. You know, it takes a village. And I know that's something that we say about like raising kids, but it takes a village just in general to live life. We are living in a society, as you may have heard. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I think that the more we can, you know, come to support, um, the better. Yeah. Obviously, which is why we're doing this podcast. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) But I, I really re- reacted when you said sometimes people don't ask you for help and you can't figure out why. You're like, why didn't you just ask me? I'm here. I'm available. And I think that's worth us all reflecting on that you might actually be insulting your friends from time to time by not asking for their help, by not leaning on them. You might be accidentally sending the message that like, I don't trust you, or I can't rely on you. And for a lot of us, it's a real moment of pride when we are asked for help, like, oh, so-and-so needed me. And they let me show up and help in this situation. And that feels so good. And so another thing that I think can be helpful to take away from this episode is that you may even be doing an act of kindness for your friends and family members when you let them help. Give them that chance, give them that moment to shine. 
and approach someone in your life and say, you know, I need help with this thing. And you're really good at this thing. That's a great point. That's a great point because they'll feel, I mean, that feels great. That feels great. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, of course I want to help you with this thing that you think I'm, I'm good at. Um, and you know, that, that's just a, a really great thing. I think another thing to, to think about is a lot of times when, when moments of trauma happen or, um, maybe not even trauma, but, um, big, big, big change, right? Um, like, mm-hmm. uh, switching careers or, um, having a new baby or, uh, losing someone. Things that, <laughs> these are all relevant to me, obviously, but, um, you know, so at those times people were like, let me know what I can help with. And at no point during any of those times have I been able to be like, well, here's a list, <laughs> You know, so it's almost like you're like, I wish I, I could articulate what I need right now. I have no idea what I need. Um, and what I do need, uh, I don't know how to ask for because it's a big ask. It's not like, can you run to the store and pick up some milk? Um, so, yeah. You're, you're making me think of something that I have. I, I want to be honest. I have not tried this out in my own life yet, but it's something that I think could be useful I'm imagining, I'm going to put myself in the, in the situation you just described. I'm imagining I'm going through absolute hell. Like it's the worst period of my whole life. And someone calls me up and says, hey, let me know if you need anything. And as I'm imagining that moment, I'd like to think that I could say something like this. And I'm kind of making this up right now. But we'll Hang on, I'm let gonna, me get my pen and paper. <laughs> I'm going to just try this out. Um, the whole, I'm going to let the whole world try this out with me and then we'll all report back on how it went. I'd like to imagine I might say something like this. I'm not organized enough in my own head to even know what I need help with right now. Could you give me some options of things you might be helpful with? One of them might strike a chord with me and kind of put it on the person offering help to say things like I could watch your child for an hour. I could pick up your dry cleaning. I could come over and cook a meal. And I might go there, that one. You could come cook a meal. That would be, that would be great. I hadn't even thought of that, but that, that one that you're offering is really helpful. Um, and again, I haven't had the moment to even like try this out, but I feel like that's a way of, of receiving help when I can't even articulate what it is that I need. I might lean on someone and say, can you even help me think of how you could help me. <laughs> and and actually, I think that that helps set boundaries. I think one of the fears mm-hmm. I have with asking for help is asking for too much yeah. or asking for some, like somebody says that, but they don't really mean it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause a lot of times people are really well-meaning, but I know, I know they have a whole, you know, their whole lives, you know, stuff going on. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to come, you know, be that person, be like, actually, well, actually, you know, you could do this. And then they're like, I can't believe this, you know, (laughs) here I am. Um, But um, I think if, if, if we could have that conversation, it helps set those boundaries. So if someone said to me, like, hey, like, you know, I could use help, you know, or I can't think of anything. Can you tell me some things that you can do that would help me say, all right, in my life, mm-hmm. I don't have that much space, but I have space to, um, you know, have a phone call every couple of weeks or have, um, do some research or, um, you know, 
order you dinner. <laughs> Pretty good at that. Pretty good at ordering dinner. <laughs> I love uh, this. I, I love this because you're making the distinction between offering to come over and make dinner is probably not something you have space for, but I could nor order does you. Anybody want that to happen? <laughs> <laughs> but I could order you dinner and have it show up at your door and maybe that will be helpful. Or, you know, the example I gave a few minutes ago, I, you know, I imagine somebody might say, I could come watch your child for an hour. That, that may be helpful. And it's, it's really different than I'll come watch your child all weekend. Right. But to be able to say, I do have one hour that I could come, I could come play with your little one while you get some things accomplished. I have one hour for that. Is that helpful? It's you're right. It's a way of setting a boundary. I'm offering to help, but this is the window of time. This is the capacity I have. This is the skill set I have. Um, you know, I think that that's a way to make everybody a lot more comfortable with giving and receiving help. Um, that this is a relationship. The the giver, the receiver, the asker, the offerer. And if we can help each other kind of make this loop really smooth, then people are more likely to do this in their lives. Yeah. All right. Well, we just solved all the world's problems. Well, it's been swell. I Um. think we have kicked off season six successfully. (laughs) Why don't we quit while we're ahead? Um, And, you know, this is just the first episode of 10 that we will do for season six. And I'm excited about it. And I think that, um, you know, a lot's happening in the world. And and I feel like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how to articulate it, Leslie, but I feel like there are some shifts happening in our world. And I think it might be fun for us to play around with those for the next nine episodes after this before we wrap up season six. So what do you think? Yeah, I think that sounds awesome. And especially if we're this successful, I mean, what was that like? 15 minutes, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. We, we have gotten so good at this. We log in, we solve all the world's problems. <laughs> Then we go grab a cocktail. Actually, go back to my trash fire. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to grab a cocktail. You're carrying a child. So you're going to go back to I have your one tums. for me, too. My Tums. Did you say my um, Tums? I was about to say your dumpster fire, but I stopped. <laughs> I really yeah. do have bad heartburn when I'm pregnant. So it's funny that you said that. I thought you said Tums. And I was like, yeah, I probably am going to go. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, there's always some good product placement too so this one's sponsored by tums all right settle your tummy (laughs) take it easy all right